When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm John Ryan and this is Pod Roast, eavesdropping in the corridors of actual power this week and yet another royal podcast, this time the colonial view on Charles. Well, it is Jubilee week. It never ceases to amaze me. I mean, it should, really. Now we're on episode 64 of this nonsense. That means I've listened to well over 100 average or worse podcasts in a one-man mission to improve pod standards. But it does never cease to amaze me how some producers can get the difficult stuff right and the easy stuff so wrong. The first pod today is called Committee Corridor, and it's produced seemingly by the government. So our tax dollars funded a podcast named after two of the most driest and pedestrian words in the English language. Yes, corridors do take you places, but they also tend to be dusty and featureless. Whoever sat on a committee that was engaging or fun, it's a byword for when things are chipped at and end up less than the sum of their parts. So Committee Corridor then, despite the name, is a laudable attempt to bring together MPs from different select committees in the House of Commons and discuss important matters with the kind of expert witnesses they tend to call. So far, so good. And with that kind of contacts book, you'd expect good guest. Hosts are important too. These will rotate, but they kick off with Tom Tugendhat, who inhabits that rapidly thinning part of the Venn diagram where Conservative MP and reasonable chap bisect. Whoever's making this clearly has great access and plenty of top-level contributors on their roller decks, so what could possibly go wrong? Well, the usual. Folks with no audio sensibility making a freaking podcast. Someone, somewhere, decided this one needed a theme tune. They then chained a pianist to a radiator in a basement and fed them nothing for three weeks before placing a piano under their withered hand and said, play us a theme tune. It's quite the most lifeless, joyless, pointless musical accompaniment since that moment in 2007 when Scooch last had a hit single. When Tom starts speaking, it's also at a far quicker pace than that of the track, so has this temporal dissonance which adds to the discomfort. Another part of the problem here is the incredibly long scripted intro. Tom's a good reader and it sounds pretty natural, but it's totally redundant. I've said many times before that podcast rundowns are for rundown podcasts, and that's exactly what we get here. On the way, we'll do this, that and the other with Mary Fansbarns and Ralph Onions, and we get everyone's full title, and it's dull, dull, dull. Put your best stuff at the top. Tell me something grabby. Even pod nerds are time poor. They come to you because your precy or avatar or marketing has brought them. It's then your job to demonstrate why that was a good decision as quickly as possible, not give us 1 minute 54 seconds from the waffle shop. Then another craftless thing happens, which should be obvious to the literally or figuratively toned deaf. The theme tune has stepped up a gear. It's still annoyingly low in the mix, but now there's percussion and other instruments over that wretched piano. But as Turgenhat runs out of script with a tease to the guest, it's ham-fistedly faded down. 
a totally different 10 second cut of another theme is played as punctuation again with a fader halfway down so all it does is add to the feeling that the whole enterprise could collapse at any moment so many producers blindly follow an audio staple like this without properly processing musicality or levels or timing and it is important stuff this is our first impression of your creative work and if that impression is this sucks then it's unlikely we'll stick around for the meat which would be a shame this edition is about the largely forgotten situation in afghanistan and the slow transition of the taliban back to their original ideology the first guest is Michael Semple, a professor at Queen's in Belfast and a former deputy to the EU Special Rep for Afghanistan. It's safe to say he knows his stuff. I'm not sure I can believe the same pair of hands that gave us the crimes against music were responsible for the following edit. Michael gets straight to the point. If there were any errs and ums, they've been skillfully ejected. Tom's questions and interjections move it forward rather than get in the way. We have two specialists, but they remember they've got an audience and explain everything without assumed knowledge. If I've got a niggle, it's that we don't hear from any actual Afghans. Oh, and the one thing Tom does at the end of the near 20-minute chat with Michael. He appears to be edited mid-sentence just to hit a poorly mixed interstitial, which sounds like a division bell or some kind of parliamentary time marker. That seems to be a bit of an in-joke. He goes on to say that in this part of the podcast, you're used to us now talking to members of the committee. Tom, it's the second episode. We have no idea about your format. Explain it every time. We're into a two plus one interview chat with MPs Sarah Champion and Royson Smith. It's quite measured, quite Radio 4, but quite good. They don't outstay their welcome with about half as much time as our earlier expert, all well handled by Tom. Obviously, there's a further poorly mixed theme tune and a slightly shonky written script to end and a tease to the next episode that's barely compelling. So this is kind of like a fillet steak, but served cold. Your imaging and structural elements do need to be as sharp as your content, or people won't stick around for it. And that would be a shame. Born to Rule almost has the opposite problem. After an NBC chime, we hear a playful, ditzy orchestral theme and rather fruity and over-presented delivery from Keir Simmons, peppered with clips of Prince Charles from 1986, famously the interview in which he said he talked to his flowers. There's a comedy clip suggesting the Delphiniums were bored of him. There's a dig at his ears. There's an American lady in a Vox that calls him douchey charming someone else says he's such an unintelligent adopter of reactionary causes he could bring the whole institution down with him ouch kit goes on to ask if there's a tension between who he is now and who he must be to be king the theme builds and it's four minutes 43 before we get to the main narrative but this time i'm up for it the tabloid style and the craft has given me a heads up on what i'm going to hear i mean it's vacuous but it is aimed at nbc's today audience and stuffed with just enough plausible sounding research to carry it off I'm John Ryan, weary-eared and disappointed. This week with Committee Corridor from the House of Commons and Born to Rule from NBC. I listen to these, so you don't have to. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. 
We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.